I went full-time into my business on May 1st, 2018. I can't believe it has already been two years. And mostly, I have loved it. And every time I haven't, I've learned something super valuable. Sometimes in the online world, we pretend like everything is amazing all the time. But having your own business is a process, and it's not all wins and sunshine. But it is 100% worth it. Today, I'm going to share some of the biggest lessons I have learned since going from side hustler to full-time in my business. Welcome to Ambition Pays Off a podcast that empowers dreamers and doers like you to grow a business that gives you the life and freedom you want and deserve. Hosted by me, Anna Conchar. Each week, I share my personal experience from making an idea into a six-figure side hustle, now a million-dollar business, so you can learn from my successes, mistakes, and aha moments. Your ambition has brought you here, and I am so glad it did. Now let's take action and make it pay off. Are you a service provider who isn't consistently hitting $10,000 or more per month in your business? Or maybe you're hitting those five figures, but you're working all the time. I have the solution for you. Head to anaconchar.com slash apply, where you can access a free training that I'm putting together to show you how to grow your service business to consistent five figures per month while also working 25 hours or less per week. Again, to access it, that's anaconchart.com slash apply. The first thing that I have learned working for myself for the last two years is that more time just equals more ideas. When I was side hustling, I would say to myself, when I'm working for myself, I'll have so much more time to do fill in the blank. But the truth is, with more time, you just have more ideas, more ideas to fill your new additional time with. Now, I found out I was pregnant about nine months after starting to work for myself. And it was honestly one of the best things for my business because it forced me to focus my time and energy instead of chasing every idea that I had. Because I couldn't do all of the things if I wanted to be able to take a maternity leave or have the lifestyle I wanted after becoming a mompreneur. Now, ideas are great, but before moving to your next latest and greatest idea, first max out what is working right now and really give your current efforts the time and attention they need to be successful. I have seen so many fellow entrepreneurs change their business models or offerings multiple times over the last two years because they are chasing the shiny object that promises to change their life and make them tons of money overnight. Success does not happen overnight, and you are not going to hit your goals if you are pivoting from idea to idea every 90 days. Now, the second thing that I have learned is that being unproductive is actually really productive. When you are self-employed, whether a solopreneur, freelancer, or the CEO and leader of a team, at some point, the reality that you are 100% responsible 
for your livelihood will set in. And for most entrepreneurs, including myself, you will suddenly feel like you have to be productive all the time. Your worth and accomplishment gets tied to how many tasks on your to-do list you check off, and you find yourself back in the rat race, working towards what others say is quote-unquote successful instead of what really makes you happy. I have had to dig myself out of this hole multiple times over the last two years, but the craziest part of it all is that my best ideas When I get the most clarity on what to do next or how to fix a problem is when I give myself time to be unproductive. There is a reason why they say your best ideas come when you're in the shower. You need space to think things through. You need space to listen to your intuition. You need space to be creative. I used to start working right away in the morning. I would pour myself a cup of coffee and immediately hop on my computer. And I loved it because I was super productive in the morning. But every day when 3 p.m. would roll around, I'd be exhausted without really knowing what I'd accomplished over the last eight hours. The problem was I was just doing without a game plan. And I was letting my inbox in the Instagram feed dictate my day. Now, I usually start working around 10 a.m. Yes, that's right. Three hours or more after I've woken up. And I even did this before Elle was born, and I still do it now. I spend my mornings journaling, easing into the day, prioritizing what I want to work on, meditating, and gardening when it's nice outside. I definitely don't get as much checked off on my to-do list but I'm a lot happier and I'm spending time on the things that are profitable, purposeful, and propelling my business forward. Now, speaking of time, the third thing that I have learned over the last two years is that you need to create a schedule and track your time. The other big thing that has helped me also be super productive without being burnt out and overwhelmed and also give me the space to have unproductive time is batch working my days. So instead of wondering what I'm going to work on each day, I know exactly what type of work I'm going to do. And if I have a new idea in the middle of the day, I just add it to my next batch working day so I stay on task. For example, Mondays are marketing Mondays for me. Anything that has to do with marketing for my business, I work on it on Mondays. And if I have a new idea of something to change on my website or a sales page or literally anything to do with marketing my business on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, I assign it to myself for the following Monday. So I stay focused instead of constantly multitasking. Tuesdays could be a client day for you. Wednesdays could be content creation day. Whatever works for your business, but batch work so that you are focused each day on one specific type of task. Now, I also track my time. Tracking your time is so powerful, and I use the tool Toggle to do this. I'll post it in the show notes. If you feel like you are working all the time, but you aren't seeing the results that you want, tracking your time will be so insightful. 
One of the things that I noticed when I started tracking my time was that I was spending hours a day in my inbox answering emails. So now, instead of having my email open all the time, I actually schedule inbox time twice a day, usually once around noon and then once again before I shut off for the evening. Tracking your time will help you see how much time you're actually spending on your profit-driving activities. Or maybe if a client is scope creeping or how much time you're actually spending on each client so you can update your packages and prices if needed. Tracking your time and batch working are really, really powerful. And every time I find myself creeping out of tracking my time and batch working, that's when I get overwhelmed. So track your time and batch work. Every time I come back to this is when I feel really aligned, productive, and happy in my business. Now, the fourth thing that I have learned is that you need to stop consuming and start creating. Now, when you first start your business, you are constantly consuming tons of content to learn from all of the people who have accomplished what you are trying to accomplish. But at some point, you need to stop consuming and you need to start creating. So instead of watching that Facebook Live, you should be going live yourself. Instead of listening to podcasts for two hours a day, which is hilarious that I'm saying this on a podcast, you should be starting your own podcast. Instead of scrolling on Instagram, you should be writing a blog post. You get what I'm saying. Stop consuming all the time and start creating. But also create consistently and with purpose. Create one thing and share it everywhere and repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. For example, in 2019, I focused on writing a blog every single week. Those blogs were then turned into a video, then shared via email and on my social profiles and on YouTube, and we used them to create automatic nurture email sequences. Create and repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. Create once, share again and again and again, and repurpose the heck out of your content. The fifth thing that I have learned, and this is probably the most important, is that you need to keep everything simple and scalable. Every time you do something, think, how can I make this simpler? And then every time you have a new idea, ask yourself, is this scalable? Keeping things simple and scalable is the key to reaching your goals without burning out. Now, the last two years have been incredible. We grew from me and a virtual assistant to a team of five and a six-figure side hustle to a multiple seven-figure business. We've worked with amazing clients and hundreds of members, and I am so grateful for all of it. So thank you for being a part of it too. Now, if you would like my help scaling your service business to consistent five-figure months working 25 hours or less per week, head to anaconchart.com slash apply to access an exclusive training that I am hosting next month. That's anaconchart.com slash apply. You are not going to want to miss it. And make sure to tune in next Monday. And until then, stay ambitious. Thank you so much for listening today. You can take a deeper dive into the show notes of the episode or any episode 
at annaconchar.com. If you want to get more actionable tips each week on how to build a business you love and a life you desire in the quickest, easiest, and most stress-free way possible, hit that subscribe button. And until next time, stay ambitious.